You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Kerr. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. Hey, dear friend, guess what? I'm still teaching my Shift Network class. We've been through a few weeks of this. We learned about how to establish sacred space. We had a current life healing with mom. We did a current life healing with dad. And starting this week, we will be doing past life regressions for the next two weeks. And then the final two weeks of class, we're going to do genealogical regression. Well, guess what? You can join us for this class. You can step in anytime. You can come join us. Um, We meet every Wednesday live, but of course, all these sessions are recorded. I really want you to come and take this course. It's going to be so much fun. The intention of it is to get to the root of issues with our family, our lineage, and our ancestors, which is very, very deep, incredibly profound insights you can get from this level of healing starting with your origin story, which is basically your parents. And that's whether or not you were adopted, whether you were raised by grandparents, whoever those parental figures are in your life. It's very, very powerful. So I want you to join us. I've got the links below. Come on over and check it out. Namaste. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast about a phenomenon I call Supretravi spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places and what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others. And it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. 
This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Hey there, welcome to Healing Arts. So I hope you're doing well. So today we're going to do something different that I've been thinking about doing for a long time, like maybe even a year. Um, During the pandemic, back in May of 2020, I started teaching online classes, as many of you know. And I have recorded tons and tons and tons of classes and webinars and things that are through my healing art school. I really want to give and gift some of these healing techniques to you. Some people want to become certified, like if you're a an actual professional energy healer or you're a massage therapist or something, you might want to actually take classes and get certificates and stuff. But I still think these techniques, some of them are very simple. They're very easy. And I know a lot of people are having a really hard time right now just with everything that is going on in this world. So this has just been something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So we're doing it. Um, You are going to get to experience Pythagorean healing level one. I, if you if you're not into energy healing, maybe you know this won't be the show for you. We're obviously going to continue to have special guests, but what this is is um, I'm getting ready to share a webinar with you that's just going to describe how you use the primary numbers one through nine as energy healing symbols. And so, if you um, read my book Edgar Casey's Egyptian Energy Healing and the fact that I'm saying a lot of these new techniques the symbology which represents the energy that we're bringing through um, is represented through, in this case, numbers. And they're very, very balancing. When we connect with the primary numbers, it just brings a real deep balance to, um, I don't know, your energy field. It just feels good. And my practitioners absolutely love this. And so I'm just sharing it with you. And if you have further interest in it, that's great. Or if you want to read the book, that's wonderful. Um, There's also, you can even purchase this webinar through the Healing Arts School if you want to just support my work. But if you don't or can't or whatever, I just want to give it to you for those who are inclined to do it. It's super easy, very balancing, and I'm just hoping it adds a little bit of peace um, to people's lives in a time where there's not a lot of peace uh, to be found, and we're going to have to start finding it within ourselves. So here it is. And one last reminder before we get into this, um, you can still enroll for my shift network class. And so I'm going to have the links to that below. We're still running through April 20th and I would love to see you. Another announcement, I will be out at the Wellness Expo in Grapevine, Texas, the first weekend in April. And I hope to see you there. Just go to pastlifelady.com for all of my events. And meanwhile, let's settle in and just enjoy this Pythagorean Healing Level 1 webinar. Hi there, and welcome to Pythagorean Healing Level 1. So this is one of my favorite um, techniques that I teach at this point. It's something that I've actually been doing for many, many years um, when I was developing galactic healing and some of the other things that I was doing back in the early 2000s holographic mapping and some of those other ones it came into my mind that people should actually 
channel numbers and use the numbers, the primary numbers as healing symbols. And then I was shown that these numbers needed to be delivered in a certain kind of color, which you see over here on my background. And so I kind of kept the thing in the drawer for many, many years and I, I didn't really bring it out. And then a few years ago, I was working on my book, Edgar Casey's Egyptian Energy Healing. And the interesting thing about the numbers, even many years ago, I was shown that you should bring these through the crown center. And so the Edgar Casey technique, um, after teaching Reiki and other kinds of healing for many years, I was always working with the fields that are around the body and sending symbology into those fields so that they could make an impact on the physical body. But I was really clearly directed with the um, Edgar Casey's Egyptian energy healing modality that that one, there was a set of symbols there. They needed to be um, in the imagination, created in the imagination and then sent straight through the top of the head so that they could move down the spine and through the legs and feet. And so during the time that I was writing it, this came into my mind. I thought, oh, wow, you know what? That's, that's how I was always told to do this one. And I had, it was something like if I had clients, which I used to have a lot of clients who came into my office, I would sometimes send numbers to them, but always through the crown. And so at that moment, I started thinking, well, I need to bring this out of the drawer, so to speak. And my guides were telling me I need to call this, this and the other techniques that are in this series collectively, just call them Pythagorean healing because Pythagoras um, was really credited with some of the best and most important inventions throughout history. He is, um, well, he was born on the island of Samos in Greece. And theoretically, there are no writings actually credited to Pythagoras, but he had a mystery school. And so people who came along hundreds of years after his death wrote about the teachings that they received. And so he's credited with all kinds of things from harmonics, to numbers because the Pythagoreans considered numbers to be um, sacred. And so certainly like if we think about sacred geometry and different things like that, you know, Plato has the Platonic solids, which is another one of the classes in this series. Um, there is something very magical about numbers. And Pythagoras really believed that the universe, that everything that we're seeing in the universe, the way everything operates and the every, everything's happening has, specifically to do with numbers, that numbers and math is underlying the known universe. So in this method, it's, it's very simple. I mean, I was just shown that we're going to take these numbers, we're going to channel them, we're going to bring them through the crown of the head. And the numbers one through nine will then bring kind of a, a very deep sense of peace and balance to the person. And then we use the zero at the end as a shielding tool which I will demonstrate for you here, and then we'll have a chance to do it together. So the other piece, um, well, I guess we, we wanna talk about prayer and intention. So really anytime you're doing healing, your intention really is everything. So in the book, I, you know, here we're gonna do it very briefly, but I talk about, you know, how are we gonna set the proper intention for what we wanna create? So really, we are going to say a prayer 
where we're going to just um, ask for highest good. So let's say I was sending you a healing. I, I normally don't pray when I'm doing it for myself, but let's say I sit, well, we'll, we'll do self-healing in a minute, but let's say I was going to send you a healing. So before I would do that, I would just say a prayer saying, you know, you are free to accept or reject this healing. May higher will be done. So the reason why I say that is because I really believe that when we're locked down here in a three-dimensional reality as human beings, that we can't fully grasp ourselves, let alone others. And so I've just had a lot of different experiences over the years where I've, I've attempted to give a healing to somebody and maybe it, it works, maybe it doesn't work. So I think that the, the aspect of the person that we have to talk to rather than the physical person who we're interacting with every day, we really want to intend through our intentions that when we do healing for others, we're going to talk to their higher self, their soul, and connect with them at that level. And so that way, when we're sending a healing, we've asked permission of the soul. You know, your soul is free to accept or reject this. If you reject this, then so be it. You know, we, we can't have a lot of attachment to the outcome. And yet it's kind of like if I was sending you a prayer. I mean, hopefully if I'm praying for you, you know, I obviously want what's best for you, but I also want to be humble in that and get that, you know what, I don't know what your journey is completely. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I feel like most of us barely even know what our own journey is. So I just want what's best for you. And you can take this and just, I know that you'll do what's best for you and the higher power will work with you. God, source, creator, energy will, will step in where I am limited, I'm just asking for God to come in here and just give you this healing in accordance with your highest good. So, you know, before you set down to do a healing for yourself, you can obviously, like I have a chair, um, not where I am now, but I have a special chair that I like to sit in that I've been sitting in for 20 years. Hello. And so, you know, the more you sit, like, let's say you find a space in your home or office where you can just sit each time you start to create a spiritual energy in that space so that every time you go in there with that intention of sending healing or doing meditation or whatever other kinds of spiritual work you're doing, you can really tune in to the vibrations of all the other times that you've been doing a healing there. And so I do recommend that. And then of course, you know, you could play music or I like to take sage sometimes and I'll sage out a space, you know, just really mindfully saying, okay, we're wanting to clear the energy of any unwanted influences so we can step in here and do the healing work that needs to be done. So once that's set, then you're sitting down and, you know, a lot of the other techniques that I had been doing earlier in my career, you know, I think a lot of people who take this class are Reiki practitioners, whether you're Reiki masters or you've taken some kind of Reiki or you've at least had a Reiki healing, which is another one of these where we were taught to work with the fields around the body and then send symbols so that the interior of the body can feel better. And a lot of those techniques were done on a massage table because years ago I used to have a massage table. I had it in my office and then I would go out to do expos like on the weekends. And I would always, unfortunately, <laughs> I would haul that heavy table around. I just simply physically don't have the energy for that anymore um, or the patience. But the other thing about these newer techniques that I like is that because we are gonna send energy through the crown center, 
Um, if you do end up going out to an expo, which I certainly hope that we get to do sometime, uh, that would be lovely to see human beings in person. You don't have to have a massage table to do these techniques because you're really going to stand over the person in a chair. And I'm going to do a demo of that here in a minute. Uh, once I do a self-healing with us together, we'll do a self-healing. Um, so it makes it super easy because usually when I'm at an expo and I, you know, I rent a table, I'm usually selling some rocks, maybe some books. And then usually I've got a couple of chairs. So one I might be sitting in and another one, you can come up and sit in my chair and then I can just stand over people and send the healing that way. So it makes it super easy. But of course you can always use a massage table if that's what you want. But I do find that most of the students I have these days, I don't think as many of them have a massage table as who, you know, as they used to, unless you're a licensed massage therapist or something. But the other piece that we're dealing with is that in 2020 and beyond, let's just say we were, you know, 2020 was the year we were forced to come inside due to this global pandemic situation. And so, you know, this is definitely a year where it, there's never been a better time than now to learn how to get tuned up for distance healing. And distance healing really actually works just as good, if not better, than in-person healing anyway. But I'm still anticipating that at some point, even though we're still kind of in a limbo mode right now, that we're going to start getting back out there again. And so it's just something that you can do really, regardless of whether you want to open up an office and have some clients come in there, or you want to take it out to an expo, or you want to just do some distance healing for clients, maybe via the phone or via distance. So we will talk about all of that as we go. But one, okay, so first up though, okay, so you've set your space, you're playing your music, you put on your essential oils or whatever, you've got your incense or your sage or whatever, it, whatever you like that makes you say, I'm ready to do some healing at this moment. So you've set that up you're in your chair or your space, whatever that is, let's say. Um, and so to me, let's say we were gonna have a client come in. Okay, fine. Or maybe I'm just doing this for myself in the morning. Either way, regardless of what you're gonna do, I really feel that you have to do the healing for yourself first before you can start working on other people. And I mean, there's a, there's a feeling, you know, we want to do things for others. Of course, we want to do stuff for other people. That's wonderful. And yet also, how can I even begin to show up for you if I haven't taken any time for myself? And so that's a little bit maybe of a, a different way of looking at things than how we're used to looking at them. Because we're always thought, taught that, okay, I just need to go do every everything for you without ever really pausing to take a little me time and I think we have to kind of start shifting out of that because we still have to have the energy to go give to others or we won't really be at you know operating on full steam ahead I think also the isolation the social isolation that we had been forced to endure that we're still like I said kind of going through has been maybe a bigger picture from the universe just saying that wait a minute you know, now we are having to be by ourselves. We are having to come and go within a little bit. And so I think that these kind of techniques can also be very helpful for a little bit of this introspection that we're unfortunately doing right now. <laughs> 
some point we're going to get out of here. I know that. But again, I, I still think one of these days we're going to look back on the times that we're going through right now, the things that we're having to learn how to do and the way we're doing them. And it's going to become very, very valuable. And we're going to look back on this weird time and say, you know what, this is some of the most interesting times of our lives where we're, we're actually getting a lot out of this, even though it's also been incredibly difficult. So on that note, we always want to begin, whether you're doing this Pythagorean healing level one or whatever you're doing, any kind of healing, I believe we need to send the energy first to ourselves. So, oh, before I get into that, though, let's say we were also preparing our space. I used to do this a lot with Reiki, and I've definitely done it with the numbers in Pythagorean one. Let's say I wanted to put my incense on. I've got my music going. You could also, before you sit down, you could start sending the numbers into the room if this is the technique you're going to do. I used to also send the Reiki symbols into the room. You could send the primary numbers, one through nine. You could see the um, golden zero at the end, just putting a protective shield around the space. And you can actually use these symbol um, techniques to you know, vibe up the space and put protective light and healing in the space before you even sit down. So let's say we sent the numbers. We've put, put the protective glow of a golden zero around our space. And now I'm going to go sit down in my chair. And so I like to call in my guides. I like Archangel Michael, that's just, you know, you can work with whoever guides you like. Um, I love Buddha, you know, I love Archangel Michael, but I always work with Archangel Michael. And I would begin by just saying, okay, I'm calling in all of my guides, my ascended masters, beings of loves and love and light, not loves and light, uh, love and light, and any who wish to join me today for this healing, may higher will be done. And then I like to imagine that Archangel Michael is going to come in with a big sword and he's just going to cut the cords from the front of my body, the back, the two sides, the top of my head and the soles of my feet and disconnect me from any unwanted influences that might be around. And then I sit down and now I prepare in this case to send myself the primary numbers. How do I do it? I'm going to imagine, and these, these words that are next to the numbers, those are what I call like a keynote. I think that every person experiences energy just a little bit differently, but I, I still like to give you a keynote. Like this is the theme of this number. You know, it's kind of like the title of a book. You know, it's not going to give you everything that's inside the book or how you're going to react to what's in the book, but it gives you the title of it. So you can take it with a grain of salt to a certain extent, but so number one is just peace. It's a violet color. So how I do this is I use my imagination, which is really your biggest tool that you have as a healer is your imagination, because this is like having faith, right? You can't see the things you're doing, but you're feeling them and you're just going to know that they're actually happening. So I'm going to take a number one in my mind's eye. Maybe it's about this big for now. Okay. It's actually, or maybe it's about six inches. I don't know, however big you want it to be. And I'm seeing it here. I'm imagining that it's in a violet color. And then I'm going to bring it up and I'm going to imagine that it's right over the top of my head, which is hard to show you on Zoom. And then I'm going to imagine that that number one's just moving down, 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 down into the top of my head. And if you want to do this with me, you can. We're bringing it into the neck. It's going very slowly through the arms. 
into the elbows, into the wrists, the hands, the fingers, and that violet one's moving down the spine through the heart center. <sighs> so relaxing into the stomach, into the lungs, into the legs, the knees, the ankles, and the feet, however long that takes. And it might be slow. It might be fast. The other thing I guess I want to say before we continue this, what if the, what if the numbers show up a different color than what we're, we're showing here? That's fine. I want you to think of this, though. At least the first time that you do this, imagine that you're like a Reiki master and you're going to attune someone to a new healing modality. So send them in the order and in the color that I'm showing you the first time. Because one of the things that came up when I was actually writing the, this book finally, and I was getting ready to put it out, I was going to try to assign these colors to the same colors that we would see in the seven chakra centers, where there's a red root, there's an orange sacral, there's a yellow solar plexus, and so forth. And I was going to change them, and I was just clearly guided, no, don't do that. They're, these came to me for a reason. We don't need to understand all the reasons why, but they work very effectively. And then later on, once we've kind of given ourselves the activation, which is in round one, then you might start saying, well, wait a minute, the four looks green now. Okay, great. You know, go for it. You know, then you have to start kind of channeling, but initially you're just like attuning yourself because the other new thing about these techniques, and this would include all of the Pythagoreans and the, the Egyptian energy healing stuff as well, is that. You know, we're not going to the Reiki master now. We're not going to the mountain in Kyoto where Master Usui is from. One of my favorite places on earth. Yes, Usui in Reiki, he had to attune all of these people. We don't do that anymore. This is the 21st century. We are the Reiki masters of our own selves. So we're going to attune ourselves. So that's what we're doing now. So we brought the one through. The two is kind of a... Um, orangish golden color. So we just imagine the two, it's hovering over the head. It's moving down through the head, through the neck, down the spine. And as we're doing that, we're just feeling it. Hmm, very relaxing. Down, 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 through the arms, into the legs, knees, ankles, and feet. And then the green healing three appears. And we're just going to bring that one down, 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 down. I'll try to do it slowly. So if I'm doing it too fast, just take your time. And the threes moving through the arms, the elbows, the wrists, the hands, the fingers. It's moving down the spine into the legs and feet. And then the red four, grounding. Down through the neck, through the shoulders, the arms, down, 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 down the spine. To the base of the spine, into the legs, and into the feet. 
And the blue energizing five is going through the top of the head. My arms are disappearing. <laughs> oh, it makes me laugh. I'm going into space. As the five goes down the spine and through the legs and feet. I think the two, I can't see my own slides. This sounds strange, but I think the two is actually supposed to be yellow. And the six is orange. So there it is. Okay. Friends, you got to get the book out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. The number six is a creativity color. Moving from head to feet. The heart centered seven is pink. The aqua colored eight. I've always liked the number eight because it's kind of like an infinity symbol. It's one of my favorites. And number nine is metallic silver, kind of similar to what's back here with these numbers. And then the zero is really not part of the primary numbers, but in this technique, and also if you're going to take level two, which is binary healing. We have a different color zero, but we're going to use the zero now. All of these symbols, which are numbers, are going through the body. We can send the zero through the body on this first round as we're giving ourselves an activation. And then we can also imagine, because we're working from the inside. When we work from the inside, we're creating like a really, I don't know if you feel it, but it just feels so, oh, the numbers are just really, I don't know. They have a nice, wonderful, calming feeling. You just feel kind of balanced, like everything's fine. And so once that's been created, though, you still like this idea, or I do, this idea that we're going to put a protective shield up around the exterior field. So we can imagine that there is a golden zero just hovering over the top of our head. And it's just going to move down the body, just hugging the body as it moves from head to feet. And then sometimes that might move back up from feet to head, just kind of like you're standing in the Energizer on the Starship Enterprise. And I mean, I've been watching the new one, um, Star Trek Discovery, but would not, regardless of which, you know, I'm a William Shatner person myself. Thank you very much. But whichever generation of Star Trek you enjoy. Um, when I was seeing this for the first time, there was this vision of, yeah, we're standing in there and we're being energized by this golden light that's of such high frequency and of such a high nature that it's just burning off what I would call unwanted influences and putting this protective golden light around you that you then carry out into the world. So let's say you were getting ready now You've set your space, you did all this, you sent this, these numbers into the room, you've put a protective shield around the room, you sat down, you sent all of these to yourself. So then you might want to send a healing now to someone else. So back in the old days, or if you've got family members there, you might have a real person, what, um, who wants to come in and receive a healing. So how are we going to do that? 
if it's a family member, fine, they just walk into the room, but maybe you have an office. And so maybe the client is going to come in. So normally if it's a client, um, I've either talked to them on the telephone or more likely I've talked to them via email and they've told me what they want to work on. So when they, if they're going to come in, which again, hasn't happened in quite a while, um, because most of the people I see are out at expos and even there, like if you're at an expo, they sit down in the chair because they don't have to be on my massage table. Yay. That's why I don't have one anymore. And I'll say, so what's happening? And they go, well, I'm stressed out at work or my shoulder hurts. That's my, that's always my go-to example or whatever it is. So we talk about that. I don't, I always say a prayer for them. I don't always say it aloud. It depends the vibe I'm getting. Like sometimes if they're sitting, let's say if I'm at an expo or whatever, I might say, okay, we're just going to call in all of Mary's guides, her ascended masters and beings of light to join us today as we do this healing, may higher will be done. I might tell Mary in advance, um, okay, so basically what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be sending some symbols to you and you can just close your eyes and relax. And these techniques really only take, as you know, I mean, maybe 10 minutes, maybe you're going to do one round first as the activation. And then the second round would be where we kind of get off script. And maybe you say, well, she needs a six, she needs a four. And you kind of just do what you feel needs to be done based on what it is that they're there to resolve. And you kind of start the channeling process. So then if the eight turns purple and you just go with it, you just start sending whatever you feel that they need. And so I would just here, let's imagine she's here in front of the chair or in a chair, excuse me. Okay. All right, Mary, free to accept or reject. Higher will be done. Okay. I put my hands over her head and I then imagine, again, just like I would do for myself, but I imagine that number one is moving over here. I like to engage a person's field. Like, let's say this is the top of her head. I like to engage the person's field about an inch above their energy field. I will hold my hand so that I can feel the energy moving out of my hand. And this is old habits. I always put my left hand over their field for some reason. That's what I've been doing for years. You don't, you can do it the opposite way, or you don't have to do it like this at all, but this is how I kind of keep engaged with them. And then I'm imagining in my mind, in this case, a violet colored one is moving over the head and I'll just go whoosh, and I'll imagine, Oh, what? I'm just putting it down in their head. And I might run my hands down their spine as I'm using my inner vision to imagine that the one's moving through the body. And I just wait for as long as I can feel my hands buzzing. That could take a minute, especially the first time we're sending um, any kind of symbols. It probably takes longer the first round and then it might get faster the more you do it. So we're going to go head to feet. One, number two, when I'm ready, right? Okay, I'm going to send that. We're just going to do this quick demo here. Obviously, you're going to take your time as long as this is needed. Three, four, five, six. The good news about this system now, you don't have to remember symbols. Yes, everyone can think of these. This is so simple. The only thing you might go, wait a minute, I'm not remembering what color the five needs to be. Okay, well, first of all, well, let me finish this pretend session first and I'll tell you that. Okay, six, seven, eight, nine. And then I can either, I can send a zero. And then now let's say I'm working on her shoulder. 
Okay. Then maybe I feel like I need to come up to her shoulder and put one hand on either side and maybe just, maybe I'm getting, oh, she needs an eight right there. Okay, great. So I send her that, or I send her a zero and I just, I imagine the zeros just moving up over the body and moving up and down over the body, removing unwanted influences. But to get back to that question I was asking a minute ago, what if I go, wait a minute, I forgot my sheet and I don't even know what color these things are supposed to be. I personally believe even when I was a Reiki master, I would teach my students, just leave the symbols there in front of you as a cheat sheet. And if barring all, I forgot my cheat sheet. Okay, fine. I truly believe that we are not in charge. We have guides through our intention. We're trying to connect with source, God, higher power, and beings of love and light who are helping people. They are not going to let you fail. So if you don't remember these colors, I would not get that wound up about it. If you just intend through your intention, look, I want to send this one, however it is it was supposed to be done, and then just trust that it's been done properly. And, and if you can, okay, then just bring your little cheat sheet, which is kind of why we put the screen up here so we can see what colors they are. So once we've done it the first time, hopefully again in the colors that we want, we're channeling the rest of it. I'm going, oh, she needs a three in her shoulder. Or she needs a two up here on top of her head or whatever it is I'm doing. Once you start to feel like there's a sensation in the hands. And again, some people are more sensitive than others. So where you feel nothing and then you feel this kind of rising up of this energy. And then that starts to kind of taper off. And then you don't feel as much in the hands. So as that tapers off, then eventually the symbol, well, we'll we're going to do group healing together. You're definitely going to feel that. Um, there's a sensation that you've kind of lit the person up from the inside. And that final zero, as it's going over the person's field, it should be expanding their field and creating like this protective glow as you kind of lit them up from the inside. And so that almost has a sensation at times of feeling like it's pushing you back away from the person. So you just kind of sense, oh, it's done. And then when it's done, hands to prayer. And then the ending prayer I've always used because I love it is please allow this healing to continue. May higher will be done. Why? Because when you set images, symbol images into the field, they're working their way through the energy layers that are within and around the body. And so we put them in there, but they can be working long after you have set this intention. So that could happen overnight, who knows, but you want the person, the, the intention again also is that the symbols I'm sending people, um, th there've been stories over the years of people having like a healing crisis or something like that. I, d I don't really, have that experience because my intention is that you receive these symbols gently in a time that is most for your highest good in a way that's always gentle and supportive so let's say for example i've sent all this but you're just not right quite ready for the eight i mean i'm just making that up so maybe the eight you know it, it can actually hover over a person's field for a period of time. And then it can just drop down when it's able to, to be absorbed energetically. So there's tiny little shifts taking place 
with the person that could be happening 24 hours, 48 hours. Because even in the earliest days of when I started doing this professionally, um, I would have tons of clients. You'd work on them. Obviously, they came in, they were stressed out. This is even back when the days when we're working on those exterior fields. As soon as they get up, they go, oh my God, I feel so much better. This is wonderful. I talk to them the next day. They go, wow, I feel even better today. This is incredible. And maybe even the third day they feel better. Now, eventually I get it. You know, <clears throat> if life was perfect, we wouldn't be doing this, obviously. So eventually, you know, some stuff's probably going to hit the fan or whatever, but um, you can really set the stage to have somebody experiencing benefits for a period of time after they've received the healing. Absolutely. And that's just always kind of been one of my things that I'm intending for people so that everything, again, is received very gently. Okay. So beyond that, um, I still believe that most of us, including myself, I'm really in the Zoom room. This is what I'm doing. I'm not really out in public right now. And so I think and I, I feel like even once we start opening things up again, you're still going to be doing a lot of things distance. And I think the Zooming hasn't really, it's not something that's going to go out of vogue, I don't think. So I do think it's a good idea to think about how am I going to do a distance healing with someone, which is really one of the great things about the way we're teaching this class, because we're going to be getting into these Zoom calls. We're obviously going to be practicing and you're going to see, wait a minute, I just received a healing and it was very powerful even though these people are all over the country and this is incredible because it actually works just as well. And in my personal opinion, maybe even better when people aren't even in our space. And I think that comes because like, I'm very sensitive. I don't, some of you are also very sensitive. I'm sure. Um, when I've got people right near me and maybe they're sad and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for them. I mean, I still feel bad for them when they're at a distance, but my energy is a little bit more clear of those influences. So I can just deliver the healing or deliver whatever it is they need to receive. And it just sometimes seems stronger. Also, there's some aspect of quantum physics that, you know, the healing is sent faster than the speed of light. It just goes to people like that. It's very powerful and it can be almost laser focused more from a distance. It sounds weird, but it's just my experience that it's actually in some ways better at a distance. So how are we doing it? In this case, um, as usual, hopefully you received an email or a text, you know, exact, you know pretty much what they want to work on. You could arrange a mutually agreeable time to get together. Or one of the other techniques I talked about in the Egyptian energy healing book, and I actually laid it all out that you can do with this technique as well, is let's say you want a healing this evening, but I'm busy. And so I could just sit down right now in my meditation chair, clear myself, and then I could send the healing to you just like I would if you were if, if you were receiving it right now, but before I start, I say, please allow Mary to receive this healing at nine o'clock PM Pacific standard time this evening. And then I begin the healing by setting this in the, the holographic universe. I set the intention and then Mary actually will receive the healing at the time when I asked for it to be sent. And I've had um, many clients get together with me after the fact and go, wow, I forgot about that. I was laying in bed and all of a sudden I felt this healing. This is incredible. And so it does actually work. But assuming that it doesn't need to be that complicated, 
you've decided at two o'clock that the two of you are both going to be sitting down. She's over in California and you're in Texas. Okay, wonderful. You're just going to sit down in your space, hopefully in your chair, your meditation chair. You've cleared your room. You've run the numbers through yourself first, so you're clear. Okay, well, we're just asking for this distance healing for Mary. We're calling in Mary's guides, her ascended masters, beings of love and light as we do this healing. And we just know and we hope that higher will will be done. Okay, hands out of prayer. And now I'm using my mind's eye. It's just in the imagination. I'm always imagining the person's head is in front of me. And I'm just going one, two, however long it takes, right? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Okay, now she said, well, I was really worn out at work. Okay, great. We're gonna give her some grounding. We're gonna energize her a little bit too with a five or whatever it is. Or maybe she needs some heart healing with the number seven. When I'm working on a heart, which will come up in all healing practically, I'm even if they're not here physically, I'm imagining I've got one hand in front of them and one hand at their back, like right over their heart center. Maybe again, if I'm imagining them maybe an inch away, my hand is about an inch or two away from the physical body that isn't actually really in front of me. And I'm just gonna hold my hand on their back and my hand in the front and I could send them the seven <laughs> or I could use my imagination and imagine their heart center is open and their emotions are healing and they're feeling happy or whatever it is. Maybe they were sad about something. I'm just, again, I'm making this up, right? This is when you have to just go, there's some, I'm feeling like they're sad or I feel like her shoulder hurts or whatever it is. Just You just start channeling and just going with whatever you get and don't worry as much about the color. Just get, do what you're getting at that point. And then again, once you start to feel that field is expanding, hands to prayer, please allow this healing to continue. May higher will be done. And then since they're not here, we can't talk to them. You might either call them on the telephone. What? Yes, there's a telephone, believe it or not. Some of us still like to use them or you could um, email them and say, hey, this is kind of some things that some people want to know also. They want to know, like, while you were sending the healing, you know, when you're tuning into somebody's field, even if they're not here, you start to know things about them. So you might have, you might go, oh, I'm getting that she needs to, you know, send a box of chocolates to her boss or something. I, I don't know. I'm just making up stuff right now, right? Or whatever. I need to send a thank you note to my my in-laws or whoever, I, I don't know, whatever it is, you start to get a message. So maybe you need to keep track of those messages because some people want to know those messages, right? Some people don't, they just want you to be quiet <laughs> because they're probably just like, I've heard enough in my life. I want it quiet, but some people might want to know afterwards. Well, what were you, did you get anything, any messages? So when we do a group healing together, you know, we'll go around the room and I'll always say, hey, do you have any messages for this person? Because people really do have messages. If you want to receive them, you might ask the person also, you know, before you begin, you know, sometimes I do get messages. Do you want to receive those? And they might say, heck no, I don't want to receive those. Or yes, please. I would love to hear anything you have to say, because you're definitely going to be tuning in and you do get messages. And when you're getting messages, um, Hopefully they're of a very positive nature. Um, I'm really big on, we have to keep this all as positive as we can because we have enough problems. We don't wanna create more problems. But the other piece is just that um, it can be very, I don't know, very nurturing just to give them some reinforcement on things that they're working on. So 
and some people do want to hear it. Okay, so we've talked about if a human being was in front of us, which may or may not happen, if a human being was on the other side of the country in distance healing. So we can also do a group healing, which we're going to do together. And when we're doing group healing, um, back in the old days, which I'm saying a couple of years ago, you know, I used to show up to the hotel. We've got a hundred people there, whatever, however many, okay, we're going to get into groups of five or six. One person's going to sit in the middle. We're going to send healing. Whoever's sitting in the chair, all of us are going to be sending healing just to that one person. So when that happens, somebody, let's say you're in charge of saying the prayer. So you're going to say the prayer. You're going to ask the person in the chair what they need to work on today. They're going to tell you. Then all of us together, you're going to say the prayer. Please allow John's guides to be here. And we're just knowing that higher will be done. Okay, everybody begin. So theoretically, you should try to send all of the numbers first in order. That said, let me say, okay, there's no rules here, right? What if we know, okay, wait a minute, there's five or six other people. We're all sending these numbers. So I'm getting, no, I'm not supposed to be doing that right now. I'm supposed to send the number six. And that is all I'm going to do the whole time. I'm just going to stand here and send a six. Then that's what you have to do. And what's interesting, well, in the hotel, it's fun because there's a big mob and everybody's laying on the floor and they're laughing, you know, okay, we can still have fun in Zoom. We're going to go around the room. We're all going to focus on each other and go through the healing. And what is so interesting is that if you've been to a Reiki share or one of these others in person, there's, a, there's still consciousness here. It doesn't matter whether we're miles apart or whether we're all together. You can watch as everyone all of a sudden, they go, oh, wow, that sensation I'm talking about, about, wait a minute, we're done. Okay, I'm moving back and it's time to put hands to prayer. We will still all do it at the same time. Whether we're in the hotel together or whether we're on Zoom, it's really weird for the most part everybody starts coming out of it pretty much pretty close to the same time hands to prayer and then whoever said the prayer will say please allow this healing to continue my higher will be done okay great that person will tell us normally we like to have the person who received to just say wow i was dizzy or Ooh, my back feels better or whatever they're going to tell us and then we'll just go around and just have everybody say, so do you have any messages for John today? And everybody will kind of share some feedback. And the reason why I think that's so valuable is because what's weird, especially with the numbers, I don't want to spoil the surprise kids, but what happens with these numbers is so weird is that there might be several people in the group who all were thinking, oh my God, you sent the six. That's what I sent. No way. That's what I sent. That's all I did, you know, and you start to go, wait a minute, how is this even possible? We're on different parts of the country. I mean, this couldn't even be possible. And you start to understand, wait a minute, there's something actually happening here. This is real. It is a consciousness that we're tuning into. We really are tuning into this person. And then there's just a lot of really helpful messages. And also, because I've been doing this now on the Zoom platform for so long, I mean, it's just so fun. And it just makes you feel so much better when you're sending and giving healing to others. That's when we get back into full circle, right? As long as you've taken care of yourself and you've given yourself some kind of self-care first, there is still nothing as satisfying as working on other people because you get the benefits 
because the energy is still like coming through you to send to another. So you just feel better. The problems that we all have, everybody's got problems of varying natures and all kinds of stuff going on at any given time. But for just this little moment in time that we get together, we get to leave that stuff behind and just forget about it and just feel happy and peaceful and just think about somebody else for a while. It is true that obviously that when we help other people and when we think about other people that good things happen and it's wonderful. And so it kind of comes full circle then and it's a lot of fun. And then the other thing we'll do um, as a group as well is just send a global healing. So the global healing I really love and the numbers is just really easy way to do it. Um, I don't have any of my little demos here, but I like to imagine the world's in my hand. And so if I'm doing a global healing, I'm holding the world in my hand. I'm going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. And I kind of, I imagine that I'm stacking them on top of each other. And then I kind of just hold my hands here for a while, which I'm going to do right now. We will practice this in our Zoom call for sure, though, too, because um, it's fun. But then now my hands are buzzing. And because this is really a real global healing. When I send global healing, I don't want to get too specific. I just, again, I just ask that higher will is being done. I just know that God knows all and that's the higher power has to take care of this. I don't need to get involved with exactly what the details are. I just ask that, you know, all people, animals, plants, the earth, countries, governments, whoever, any and all are free to accept or reject this healing. May higher will be done. I'm trusting in the higher power that this is going exactly where it needs to be and that that is beyond my limited understanding as a human being. And I'm just gonna send this energy. The challenge now would get to be, okay, we could literally be sitting here all day long sending healing and our hands would be buzzing all day long. At some point, we have to get up and go back to work or whatever we're doing. So this is a perfect time for us to be reminded that this healing can continue. May higher will be done. So at some point, I'm just setting my intention that, okay, I've, I've set my little energies out there. Hands to prayer. I'm knowing that I've put, it's kind of like um, getting the crock pot out and putting the roast in the crock pot and you chopped up the vegetables and you put some water in it. And now you're going to go to work and you're hoping that if you put the spices in correctly, by the time you get home from work, there's going to be a tasty pot roast that's cooked and ready for dinner. So this is kind of what we're going for here. We're knowing that it's getting taken care of. We're assuming it's going to turn out for highest good. And we're just setting it aside, hands to prayer. Please allow this healing to continue. And if really, I mean, just a minute a day would be helpful. Just a little bit a day can be so helpful to make a difference in our planet. So, are ready? So just a few quick reminders before we end this little webinar. Um, so just the first time you send the numbers, try to send them in order in the colors you see there. That is the activation. Do a second round to address the specific issues, whether it's emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever they've told you that they need. And again, even if they didn't tell you what they need, just know, again, you're asking for higher will to be done. Just know that it's done. If you have intuition that that six needs to be purple, 
then just trust your intuition above anything I'm ever telling you, because that has to supersede anything that we do. Because when you're tuning in and you're just allowing this random thought that's just come out of nowhere and you're actually taking an action on that, that is it. That's what needs to be done. Um, we're asking for highest good. And we're just closing by allowing this healing to continue. And we're knowing that higher will will be done because that's the intention that we're setting with everything that we're doing. All right. So I hope you enjoy Pythagorean healing level one. And I hope that you will join us in a Zoom call very soon. You did it. You've been through Pythagorean healing level one. All right. So I hope it's something you found at least fascinating and interesting. If you actually do try this, though, I think you'll find it quite balancing. Um, it definitely brings me back down to earth when I do this technique. And so what I'm going to do, we'll have a special guest next week. The week after, we will be unveiling another energy healing technique. And we'll just be doing that every other episode here in Season 11. I'm just trying to give you some extra tools that I'm hoping will help you just to you know, maintain that calm and peace during times which are not exactly very calm and peaceful. And as for, for the usual, you know, um, I don't know exactly what you're going through to right now. Again, I know a lot of people just really having very difficult times. I know we can get through this though. I have faith. So we've got to hang in here and I just hope that this technique brings you some joy and peace. And so have a blessed week and please take care of yourself. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode of Healing Arts. Hey, dear friend, guess what? I'm still teaching my Shift Network class. We've been through a few weeks of this. We learned about how to establish sacred space. We had a current life healing with mom. We did a current life healing with dad. And starting this week, we will be doing past life regressions for the next two weeks. And then the final two weeks of class, we're going to do genealogical regression. Well, guess what? You can join us for this class. You can step in anytime. You can come join us. Um, we meet every Wednesday live. But of course, all these sessions are recorded. I really want you to come and take this course. It's going to be so much fun. We're, the intention of it is to get to the root of issues with our family, our lineage, and our ancestors, which is very, very deep, incredibly profound insights you can get from this level of healing, starting with your origin story, which is basically your parents. And that's whether or not you were adopted, whether you were raised by grandparents, whoever those parental figures are in your life, it's very, very powerful. So I want you to join us. I've got the links below. Come on over and check it out. Namaste. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Kerr. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady.